I was super skeptical at first. I thought it was complete woo-woo science. It was quickly blown away. The sheer amounts of published peer-reviewed literature. The core thing that's going on is really at the cellular level. Red and near-infrared wavelengths of light boost your immune system into something that's anti-inflammatory. By creating a more porous membrane, those cells actually shrink. So you get this reduction in fat cells. There's also this upregulation in your metabolism as well. By helping our cells function in a normal capacity, they're able to do what our bodies were intended to do. Welcome to the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast, where we meet the world's top experts to explore the secrets of health, mindset, longevity, and so much more. Are you ready to take charge of your existence and biohack your life? This show is for you. Please keep in mind, we're not dispensing medical advice and are not responsible for any outcomes you may experience from implementing the tactics lying herein. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. Today's podcast is all about one of my personal obsessions, and that is red light and near-infrared therapy. To say I'm obsessed with the benefits of red light and near-infrared therapy might just be the understatement of the year. As we'll discuss in this episode, red light and near-infrared therapy actually changes how your cells generate energy, and it can therefore make the entirety of your body just function better. And that's a primary reason that it can seem to miraculously almost fix anything, which makes it seem too good to be true, but it's not. When your body's functioning better, things get better. So we go deep in the science here. If you have any questions about red light therapy, if you're a little bit skeptical of all the proclaimed benefits, this episode is for you. We also discuss things like how you can use red light therapy for weight loss and even targeted fat reduction. Yes, I said it. People say you can't target stubborn fat. We discuss that in detail in this episode. The show notes for today's episode will be at melanieavalon.com slash juve. And I will also put a link in the show notes to a very extensive blog post that I've written on red light therapy. And that has a lot of links to many of the studies, which do support the findings that we discuss in this episode. If, but here comes the exciting news. The Melanie Avalon biohacking podcast Himalaya community is now live. I'm super excited about it. So basically for $3.99 a month, you can join my exclusive community. You can discuss the episodes with fellow listeners, ask questions. If you'd like to hear from a certain biohacker or author or researcher, you can directly request it in that community and I will get on it ASAP. And what I am most thrilled about is each month, I'm going to provide some new awesome content for you guys. So it'll be things like quizzes to find your perfect intermittent fasting protocol, delicious gluten-free recipes, guides to hacking stubborn fat, supplement recommendations, so many things. And you can get the first month for free. Yes, for free. Just use the promo code MELANIE. You can join the community, engage in the discussion, and get free stuff from me. So hopefully I'll see you there. Speaking of communities, definitely join my Facebook group. It is Paleo OMAD Biohackers, Intermittent Fasting Plus Real Foods Plus Life. We discuss all the things there, anything you can think of. It's a wonderful community, and I would love to see you there. We have the co-founder of Juve, Scott Nelson, on the podcast. Scott, wonderful to speak with you again and to have you back, and I'm super excited for today. So thank you for being here. No, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to the conversation and excited to, to, to chat about this again with you, Melanie. Me too. So to start things off, 
Would you like to give listeners a brief overview of your personal history and how you came to develop the Juve devices, how you got into the whole red light, near infrared therapy, that whole world? Yeah, sure, sure. I, I spent the uh, the majority of my professional career in the traditional medical device space, and more specifically, the peripheral vascular arena. So, uh, for those that kind of aren't uh, or haven't ever spent time in that world, which is I'm assuming most most of the the listeners here, I was uh, dealing with products like arterial stents and venous thrombectomy catheters, and like much much more traditional kind of products within the within the Western kind of Western healthcare space. Um, that's actually why we are in Minneapolis um, as part of a, a job relocation with with Covidian at the time. So yeah, that was that was my wheelhouse. And so went back. This was back in early 2000. 15, when my wife and her sister purchased, I'm using air quotes here because we're not on, on video, but uh, they purchased a red light therapy package at a local spa in Minneapolis, saw really good results after going consistently uh, to the spa for four to five times a week over the course of about two to three months. And, and, the, and the, the benefits that they noticed most was, uh, you know, reduction in eczema, reduction in um, stretch marks uh, due to uh, multiple pregnancies, et cetera. So they were really excited about the therapy but weren't overly excited about having to go to a spa uh, that often on such a consistent basis. And it wasn't overly budget friendly as you can, as you can imagine either. And so uh, my wife's sister, Melissa convinced her, her, her husband, Justin, who's an engineer to, to build her some sort of prototype that they could use at, at, at home um, because nothing really existed on the market at the time um, when it comes to full body red light therapy and she just didn't want to go to a spa, um, at all. So Justin began to kind of build out some prototypes and, and, and they looped in me because of, uh, because of my med tech background. And I was super skeptical at first. I thought it was complete woo woo science. You know, here, here I was kind of doing the real medical stuff. And then, uh, and then they, you know, they were, they were super stoked about this, you know, red light therapy thing. And, uh, and so I was naturally skeptical, but I, I started uh, digging into the, the research, um, starting with, with, with PubMed. And was quickly blown away about uh, uh, you know at the sheer amount of of published peer reviewed uh, literature uh, um, demonstrating the ben- the wide variety of benefits when it comes to light therapy, um, and you know in the world of academia it's it's referred to as photobiomodulation, and so I I was you know quickly blown away, um, and then like I mentioned before there wasn't really any other products on the market that um, that that were that were full body in nature and delivered the type of power that you that that's needed in order to receive a clinically relevant dose of, of energy when you kind of you know uh, when you're using clinical studies as a as a baseline reference point. And so we didn't really intend to start a company at that time. It was just kind of one of those things where the science is is really, really compelling. And there weren't really any other products on the market that sort of met what we were met the specifications that we were looking for. And so uh, that's kind of what started us on our on our journey with Juve. That was back in 2015. And then we ended up launching our our first um, our first product in February of 2016. It's kind of been a, a wild ride ever since. That's that's definitely a crazy ride. Yeah, I remember when I first learned about red light therapy, it was a few years ago. And same with you. I was like, oh, it can't be. It seemed very like woo-woo. What can light do? (laughs) What can red light do? And then when I first found out about it, I went old school, kind of similar to like making your own version. I would like order these bulbs online and try to set up my own thing. And I wasn't really sure what I was doing. Um, But since then, I've like you have done research and just realized how scientific and amazing and the scientific benefits of red light therapy have really been clinically studied. And it's almost shocking what it can do. And I think 
it's really important for listeners to understand how the red light therapy and near infrared therapy works, like what's actually going on. And then it makes more sense why it can have so many therapeutic health benefits, as well as like the skin benefits and things like that. So would you like to jump into that a little bit? Like what exactly is quote, red light therapy? There's also near infrared therapy, your devices are capable often of doing both. So for listeners, (laughs) what's going on here? (laughs) <laughs> sure. And, and just to circle back around on 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 your comment about the, the clinical data that you noticed, the compelling clinical data. When I, one of the last products that I launched at Medtronic was a, it was a class three device that was um, aimed at closing down a vein for the purposes of treating chronic venous insufficiency. And that particular product, it, it, although it was a class three device, was only supported by by three different dis- distinct um, studies. Um, one of which only had a, a, a decently sized patient population. And for comparison purposes, light light therapy, um, especially continuous uh, continuous wave light therapy, which is what our, our devices deliver, is supported by over 200 double-blind placebo-controlled randomized trials. So it's a the, the science is is really really legit. It, in fact, it's it's really the only therapy of its kind that I know of that's supported by this the, the sh- like this much uh, this much peer reviewed science. So although it sounds super woo woo, there's no doubt if you give it a chance um, and really kind of just you know start to peel back the layers, I, I am I'm pretty convinced you'll be you'll find it equally as compelling as as, as me and, and as as Melanie. But um, back to your original question about the mechanism of action. Uh, this field is is still relatively new, so we're continuing to learn more about the the different mechanisms at play all the time. But the, the core uh, the core thing that's going on um, is really at the cellular level. And so these these wavelengths of of light, red, and then near infrared, and I'm sure we'll get into kind of the differences here in, here in a bit. But these specific wavelengths have a unique ability to resonate with certain enzymes during cellular respiration. And um, what that allows your cells to do is produce more ATP energy. And because of that core mechanism of action, um, which is probably the most well understood within the space, um, that leads to a whole host of clinically proven benefits, everything from faster, faster muscle recovery to better skin health through the increased, uh, through increased collagen production to enhanced cognitive function, to better sleep, uh, to faster uh, weight, lo- fa- weight loss or fat loss to enhanced peak athletic performance. I mean, it, re- it li- literally sounds like a late night QVC commercial. Uh, but the, the the big difference here is that all of those benefits that I just mentioned are, are supported by peer reviewed published uh, medical science. So in a way, it's like charging the battery of yourselves. Would that be an appropriate comparison? Exactly. Another guy from our team likes to use the analogy of um, of a solar panel, right? So every everyone is not everyone, but I, I would venture to say <laughs> the overwhelming majority of your of, of the listeners here understand that, or have seen a solar panel on a house, especially you know in in warmer climates. Well, that that solar panel is is collecting energy from the sun and and re, and reusing it elsewhere. Our bodies are sort of similar in that we have the ability to sort of capture energy from the sun and repurpose it for other things. And that's what, you know, at a very high level, that's what light therapy is in essence doing. Okay. So I have a, like a weird question, but this is something I've, I've been thinking about. So how are the mitochondria both creating energy, but not being drained by creating more energy? Yeah, no, that's a, that's an interesting question. Um, and and when when we say enhanced energy production, at the end of the day, these these wavelengths of light actually help restore normal cellular function. And so, as an example, I think that's the probably better the better way to to think about it. And and what I mean by that is um, during during the fourth, there's four phases of cellular respiration, and this is we're talking about just one 
one mechanism at play. There's other mechanisms that probably are less understood, but this core mechanism of action is um, the, the sort of the magic happens during the fourth phase of cellular respiration. And when our cells are under stress, the process that that happens during cellular respiration is is disrupted. And one example would be um, excess nitric oxide, which can be a good thing, but excess nitric oxide has a tendency to bind with oxygen during cellular respiration. That actually halts ADP, which is a precursor to ATP. And so your cellular respiration is is disrupted when, when our cells are under stress. And these wavelengths of light actually help break the bond uh, between nitric oxide and oxygen, restoring normal cellular function. So I think instead of thinking about how your, your cells are producing more energy, but they're also consuming more energy, I think it's just the better way to think about it is it's, it's restoring actually a more, more normal cellular function. So in a way, it might be like the difference between, okay, maybe people can stick with me here, like an, an old broken car that's not really running well. So it's doesn't have energy. It's not moving. It's just kind of sitting there versus, you know, a nice, expensive, brand new car that you're really having to take care of. You're having to give really nice fuel to, and it's going to be performing. It's going to be creating more energy, generating more energy, doing more, performing more, which in a way seems like it takes more energy, but in the end, it's performing like way better. And longevity wise, it's probably going to last longer, even though it's requiring more energy in a way. Yep. You got it. Yeah. In essence, your, your cells are operating it with more efficiency. I think that example is, is a good one. And and I mentioned different mechanisms of action, and I don't want to get too sidetracked here, but th- there are certainly other mechanisms at, at, as at play. Um, it's, it's pretty well understood that you do get better cell signaling, right, through these wavelengths of light, red and near-infrared light. Uh, you get enhanced gene transcription, which actually creates different signaling pathways, which is, which is why these wavelengths of light have been shown to uh, enhance cognitive function. I mean, th- those are some other other uh, mechanisms. Um, there's there's an, another uh, another um, actually researcher that we work with here in Southern California, Dr. Laszlo Boros. Although this, the science isn't as robust, his theory is that these wavelengths of light actually uh, change the viscosity of metabolic water, which, which basically allows for for more efficiency during along the electron transport chain during cellular respiration. And so there, there's a lot of different. I mean, there's some different theories at play, and and, and there's any, there's even one more which I think we'll get to maybe when we talk a little bit about uh, weight loss with with red and near infrared light. Um, but there's certainly different mechanisms at play. But I think the important point is to think about uh, to think about th- these types of wavelengths and their ability to sort of induce a more efficient cellular um, energy production. Okay, got it. That makes sense. I I think I too often am pondering the the nature of longevity and expending energy versus using energy and aging. And so that's where that's where that's all coming from. I guess we should probably tackle some of the basics so listeners have even a better idea of what's going on. So what is the difference between red light versus near infrared? Because those are like the two different types of light offered on the tube devices. Sure. And that's, that's probably one of the most common questions that, that comes up. Um, and they both, at, at a, at a, from a macro perspective, they, they both um, have very similar, a, a very similar mechanism of action. But the, the major difference is that is in regards to depth of penetration um, in, in your body. So most of the energy from from red light is absorbed in the dermis and epidermis of your skin. So that's why it tends to be um, really good for skin related benefits. And uh, it really any sort of superficial tissue treatment, whereas near infrared light actually has the ability to penetrate further into your body. Um, in fact, near infrared can penetrate through through bone, the energy does dissipate through bone as it as it travels through it. 
but that's why near-infrared light is often studied for deeper tissue treatments like muscle recovery and joint pain relief and cognitive function. So that that's the, the biggest difference between the two. But if we even take a, a step further further back, one of the core concepts that I'd, I'd love to, to leave the, your, your audience with is just like a, a basic understanding of the fact that our, our bodies respond and metabolize to, to different uh, based on, on, on exposure to different wavelengths of light. In fact, the entire light spectrum is very, very broad. And similar to how our bodies, you know, respond and metabolize different macronutrients, right, from proteins to carbs to fats, um, and at different times of the day, right? So um, we, we, most of us know that if we eat a high glycemic carbohydrate at night, that's not great because our insulin um, spikes as a result of that, where if you kind of understand that our, our bodies do respond in a similar fashion to these different wavelengths of light and red and near infrared light um, fall within a very narrow window that photomedicine researchers refer to as the optical window or the therapeutic window. And the, these wavelengths of light have a unique ability to enhance uh, cellular efficient, the efficient uh, production of energy at the cellular level, which we, we just discussed. So not all light is created. Our bodies respond differently, uh, differently to, to various wavelengths of light, but red and near infrared light are supported by the most, uh, the most scientific literature uh, for, for the, the wide, the, the wide variety of benefits that we, we kind of uh, chatted about uh, just recently here. Hi friends. Do you want to come hang out with me and Dave Asprey and so many other guests I've had on the show? You simply must come to the 10th annual biohacking conference, May 30th through June 1st in Dallas, Texas. And of course, I have a massive discount code for you guys. I went last year to the one in Orlando and it was one of the most fun times of my entire life. I met and got to hang out with so many guests that I've had on the show. I met so many of you guys. And of course, there's lots of Danger Coffee and Dave Asprey approved meals and dry farm wines. And that's just the social aspect. The conference itself is mind-blowing. They have this incredible expo where they have all the biohacking supplements, all the biohacking things. You can learn about them, try samples, meet the creators and founders. If you haven't tried a lot of biohacking things, it's a great chance to actually try them out in person. Things like brain tap, infrared sauna, hyperbaric oxygen chambers, and so much more. There are so many incredible speakers as well. You can hear talks from people I've had on the show like Paul Saladino, Dr. Daniel Amen, Dr. Sarah Gottfried, Dr. Mercola, Dr. Annika Becca, and that is just a few of them. I seriously had the time of my life last year, and I would love to hang out with you guys. And you can get 35% off tickets. Just go to melanieavalon.com slash biohackingconference and use the coupon code BCMelanie to get 35% off your tickets. That's melanieavalon.com slash biohackingconference with the code BCMelanie to get 35% off your tickets. This code can be used for general admission or for VIP access. Seating is limited. They do sell out. They sold out last year. So get your ticket now. And if you come, definitely let me know because I want to meet you. So hopefully see you guys in Dallas. MelanieAvalon.com slash biohacking conference with coupon code BCMelanie. Get your tickets now. I'll see you guys there. Friends, you guys know I love wine. Do you love wine? I've done a lot of research on wine and I truly believe there are a myriad of health benefits the longest-lived populations drink wine. The polyphenols have a ton of potential health benefits, activating anti-aging sirtuins, potentially supporting our immunity, maybe even encouraging weight loss. Yep, it's actually not alcohol that makes people gain weight. It's what they eat 
when they drink. But if you want all of the benefits of wine, the type of wine you're drinking is key. Conventional wine in the US is often full of toxins. We're talking things like pesticides, mold, and additives. Dyes, colorizers, artificial flavors. Have you even seen some wine that says vegan? That's because conventional wine isn't even necessarily vegan because of the additives. I am obsessed with a company called Dry Farm Wines. They're not a wine producer, but rather a wine investigator. They go all throughout Europe and they find the wineries practicing organic practices, and then they test those wines to make sure the wines are, wait for it, low alcohol, low sugar, free of toxins, free of mold, and truly supportive of your health. I'm obsessed with Dry Farm Wines. One of the most fun things for me as a wine lover is you get mixed boxes of wine and it introduces you to varietals from all over the world. The wines taste amazing and you can say goodbye to hangovers. If you think you can't drink wine, you've got to try Dry Farm Wines. I am obsessed. You can get a bottle for a penny. Yes, a penny. Just go to dryfarmwines.com slash Melanie Avalon and use the coupon code Melanie Avalon to claim your penny bottle. That's dryfarmwines.com slash Melanie Avalon. All right, now back to the show. So the the red hue color that we see, for example, with the the rising and setting sun, is that related to this red light? Is that similar wavelengths? Yeah, definitely, definitely. In in fact, if you um, if you kind of harken back to you know our our ancestors 150 200 years ago, they 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 didn't use artificial lighting to illuminate you know their houses or their their their, their workplaces, right? They for the most part relied on. Um, relied on the the rising and setting of the sun or maybe even candlelight. Whereas you, you compare that to the lives that most of us live now, it's drastically different. Um, we, you know, there's a well-known stat that Americans now spend 93% of our time indoors under artificial light. And that's, dra- that's just such a drastic change in a relatively short amount of time. And so we're asking our, our biological systems to adapt very, very, very quickly to, to a drastic change in light exposure. When you look at the natural sunrise and sunset, there's an overabundance of of, of red and near infrared light on a, on a percentage basis. And when the sun rises, and then and then again when it when it sets, if you're really looking to optimize, you know, the use of light therapy, that's when we oft, we we generally recommend using it either in the in the morning or in the evening to mimic the natural sunrise and sunset because that's when you you find um, uh, red and near infrared light most concentrated. Yeah, I love with my own Juve devices. I cannot tell you how much I love turning it on when I wake up in the morning and then having it on at night. I thought it was like just me, like kind of in my head that it, you know, really put me into like a Zen state, but I found it, I found it to be so therapeutic. And then I've seen the studies on the relationship to the circadian rhythms and then also to mood. So it's definitely scientifically supported as well. It's it's all in my head because it's my feelings, but it it's not all in my head. I don't think <laughs> I don't think so either. Um, and and it, it, when you when you sort of understand that you know most of us have adapted, you know, o- o- over time, our our, our grandparents, our great grandparents, etc., they adapted to the the sunrise and sunset, you know, and our, our lives are drastically different. So it would make sense, you know, uh, just like it makes sense to probably eat a more a, a, a whole food centric, you know, diet. Um, it makes sense that you know we would u- be using wavelengths that are kind of found in the natural sunrise and sunset of the day. Another question about the wavelengths before we move on from that. So since near-infrared penetrates deeper into the tissues beyond the red light, does it like on the way through create the, the same benefits of the red light since it's passing through anyway? Or is it more specifically targeting deeper within? So for like for people who 
you know, are really wanting to address like skin issues, for example, would they benefit equally from like um, near infrared and red light or would they actually want to get the red light because that's going to focus more on the outer layer? I mean, I, I would tend to think you're going to get more bang for your buck uh, with with red light uh, because again, it's, it, most of the, the most of that energy is going to be absorbed by cells in your in your in the dermis and epidermis of your skin. Um, so not, that's not to say that that some of that energy from near infrared light is absorbed by by those those same layers of skin, but you're probably just you're probably going to get faster and better results with with red light alone. Um, but most of our most of our the customers that use our our devices use both wavelengths, uh, and that's why you know we give people the option of of choosing red, near infrared, or both. Uh, but most of the time, people are using both because you do you do kind of get the sort of the superficial uh, tissue benefits, but also uh, you, you kind of reap the the benefits with with in, in in your deeper tissues as well by using near infrared light. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because with my device, I typically use both wavelengths at the same time. But then when you guys release the Go the Juve Go, which is like the the miniature Juve that you can bring with you. It's available in red or near infrared. And so I was receiving questions about, you know, which one should I get? And then there's a lot of conversation that's being stimulated. And some people were saying that, well, you should get near infrared because it's going to do the same thing as red plus more. But that makes more sense hearing it from you now. It's like, where is the bulk of that energy ultimately penetrating? And I can see how the red light, you know, you would get more bang for your buck with the skin layer versus the um, the deeper with the the near infrared. So... That's good. I mean, like I said, I, I, with my mini, I keep them both on. So I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. One other reason I am really, really interested in red light therapy personally is for detox, which also a lot of people are often thinking that that's like a woo woo thing detox. But I think more and more we're realizing how important it is to support our body's natural detoxification systems. Um, drives me crazy (laughs) because They'll say things like, oh, your body naturally detoxes, so you don't need to, you know, do anything beyond that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the struggle bus today, I think, with, uh, with our modern environments. And I think we could definitely support all of our natural detox that we can. Um, so do you have studies or any information about how red light therapy and infrared therapy can support our natural detoxification? Yeah. And, and I, I think you bring up a, a really good point in the sense that people use the, the, the word detox in a, in a wide variety of ways. Um, you know, so it kind of depends on, on sort of your understanding of, of what detox uh, truly means. And I guess specific or within the context of, of red and near infrared light therapy, it's been pretty well demonstrated that these wavelengths of light help your immune system uh, shift from uh, what's called an M1 phenotype to an M2 phenotype, uh, meaning it, it shifts from a, a pro-inflammatory state to an anti-inflammatory state. And at the end of the day, what that means is these red and near infrared wavelengths of light actually help boost your immune system into something that's anti-inflammatory. And so you do get a little bit of a natural sort of, I'm using air quotes again, detox-like effect by simply strengthening your immune system uh, to fight, you know, to fight toxins, to fight uh, bacteria, um, et cetera. So I, it, it is a little bit more of a natural, uh, natural way to, to, to detox. So it's not like a sauna where you almost, we feel like you're sweating out uh, certain toxins. It's not, it's not like that because these wavelengths of light actually don't produce uh, much heat at all, uh, but they do help your immune system become stronger to naturally fight some of the, some of the unwanted things that, uh, that are kind of circulating throughout our systems. Yeah, that's something I've been really fascinated with, especially recently is just the concept of the immune system and how basically with any 
invader or any toxin or anything that our immune system is dealing with, it can respond to that and it can do so in an inflammatory way or in a more anti-inflammatory way. I've been, I've been researching a lot the work of um, like cold exposure and Wim Hof and things like that. And there's been fascinating studies about how with any given toxin or bacteria or virus that the immune system can respond, like I said, and like you said, more in a more anti-inflammatory or inflammatory way. So by using red light therapy to modulate the immune system, that's just the best of both worlds with everything because then you're just priming yourself for being able to deal better with, you know, the daily things that are that we're we're hit with all the time as far as environmental toxins, bacteria, viruses, all the things. And then you brought up something else. I'm glad you brought this up. You were comparing it to saunas. And I think that's another thing that a lot of people wonder what is the difference exactly between red light therapy, near infrared therapy, far infrared therapy, which is often used in a lot of saunas compared to saunas. <laughs> so then there, cause then there's the infrared saunas, but then there's also like dry saunas. I think people get a little bit confused about everything. You got it. Like there, there actually are a, a wide variety of, of different saunas. I think most of us here in, in the, in the U.S. are probably more familiar with dry or infrared saunas, as they're often referred to as. Um, but if you would go to Europe, you might you might see a, a much more wide variety of saunas, especially wet or, or steam steam based saunas. At the end of the day, the goal with the sauna is to induce heat stress, right? That's why you you get, you get you're supposed to get hot in, in a sauna. You want you the intention is to induce induce heat heat stress on your on your body, which is drastically different than than light therapy or photobiomodulation. Um, I, I, I would like to compare it to the equivalent of, of cardiovascular exercise and, and weight training. Um, they're, they're very different. Uh, both, um, can be very good, but they're just different. You don't, you don't find someone going out for a jog, but also, you know, li- you know, doing, doing weightlifting at the same time. You know what I mean? So that's probably the, the best way to kind of think about saunas and light therapies. They're just, they're, they're, they're both good. But they're both very different, and a, a good sauna, a good dry sauna uh, that's that's using you know um, infra- infrared light uh, to to induce heat stress. Um, most of that infrared light is actually actually falls or should fall in the mid to far infrared range. Um, and just to kind of take a step back, the infrared the, the the window of infrared wavelengths is actually very broad. It's you know it stretches anywhere from about eight hundred nanometers to twenty thousand nanometers. So it's actually very broad. And the way the wavelengths within that infrared spectrum that generate the most heat are mid and far infrared wavelengths. And the infrared that we're talking about with when it comes to light therapy is actually near infrared. So near infrared light doesn't um, can still penetrate um, pretty deep into your body, but does not produce heat. That's not the goal with 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 light therapy. And so um, some people have this kind of misconception of using you know, uh, a near infrared sauna. And that's sort of a contradiction in, in, in terms because near infrared wavelengths of light just don't produce heat. Um, so th- th- there are, you know, they're, they're just, it's just, it's just good and, and healthy to kind of understand that both, both sauna based therapy and then light therapy or photo, photobiomodulation are just two distinctly separate things. So they all have their place. They do. I, I would argue that that light therapy uh, or photo PBM or photobiomodulation is supported by you know way way more science than than sauna based therapy. But 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 saunas are, are good too. Like there's a lot of a, a lot of compelling evidence that people should be using saunas on a consistent basis. So both are good, uh, just just different. Yep, I've definitely I did the sauna today and I've had my juve today, so it's all good. I would probably have my juve on right now if. If the, fan, if the fan weren't a little bit noisy for recording. 
Okay. Another big topic that a lot of people wonder about weight loss and targeted fat reduction. Can red light therapy or near infrared help with that? Yeah. And in fact, there's some really, really uh, well-structured, some of the more well-structured studies actually that you'll find in kind of the, the light therapy space are specific to weight loss or fat reduction. Um, some, and it, it might be a little bit easier to think about it in the, in the context of body contouring. Um, but this is yet another different sort of mechanism of action as to how this actually works. Most researchers that have studied studied this to any, any, any great degree um, have reported that these wavelengths of light actually help um, create a more porous membrane within your adipose cells, your fat cells. And, and by creating that more, a more porous membrane, they, those cells actually shrink, right? Almost like a, a sponge, like they, they just simply shrink because they're more porous in nature. And so you get this reduction in fat cells, which is why you get this kind of this contouring effect uh, with, with the use of red uh, and near-infrared light. And so the, there's some really, really compelling data. You wouldn't normally think about, um, you know, weight loss and, and experiencing weight loss or fat reduction with these wavelengths of light. But it's the, the science is certainly compelling. You know, in addition to what I just mentioned, there's also this upregulation in your metabolism as well when using these, these wavelengths of light. Because as, as we discussed earlier, uh, your cells become more efficient at what they do uh, with, with exposure to, um, to, to red and near-infrared light. So some, a couple different mechanisms at play. But without a doubt, the the science is is pretty compelling. That it's a nice sort of uh, nice added benefit to using you know using light therapy on a or red light therapy on a consistent basis. Because I think everyone everyone wouldn't mind dropping a few a few pounds. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know we're always told that you can't spot reduce fat. You know that basically you got to just go on a fat loss diet or a fat loss lifestyle and it's going to come away from it's going to leave from where it wants to leave when it wants to leave based on hormones or genetics or whatever but seems like in theory just because i'm always thinking about hacking fat burning and things like that that with red light you could in theory like you said it's more like contouring but you could target very specific fat cells or deposits on your body and in a way free them up to be used as energy. Cause like when I was reading through the different studies, it was interesting because there was a lot of proposed mechanisms for how the red light affects fat cells. But um, like one thing I was reading that, you know, it makes the cells basically, I think like you said, you know, more porous and then the, the fatty acids can, you know, enter the bloodstream and then you could in theory burn them off. So that would be a way that you could almost spot reduce fat. <laughs> and I was thinking if you paired it with something like a dietary approach, like intermittent fasting, for example, or like a ketogenic diet or something like that, where you're really in a fat burning mode, that maybe pairing that with light therapy could be a way to really target fat stores. Do you know if there are any studies on like emerging studies on the ketogenic diet and pairing it with red light therapy or intermittent fasting and red light therapy? Have you heard of anything like that? I haven't seen anything specific to intermittent fasting and, and red light therapy. Um, I can't I can say that we're actually um, enrolling um, uh, participants in a study right now with a group in Minneapolis, Bristlecone, um, Bristlecone Medical, um, studying studying actually um, the, the synergy between full body uh, red light therapy and people on the ketogenic diet. So our control group is actually people on a, uh, a normal healthy diet. Uh, and then our experimental group is keto plus plus red light will likely work in another another segment of, of just the ketogenic diet to, to, 
to compare and contrast uh, th- those results. Um, but I think this this topic is, is really interesting um, a- as a whole. Um, one of the researchers I mentioned earlier in our in our conversation, Dr. Laszlo Boros, he's part of a a group um, here in Southern California called the Center for Deuterium Depletion. He works with um, other doctors that, that are part of that group, Dr. Ann Cooper, Dr. Q Collins. Uh, but Dr. Boros, who's an he's an MD and ten- tenured professor at UCLA, he actually believes that. And I think I mentioned this earlier that um, red light actually helped red and near infrared light actually helped change the viscosity of metabolic water, which by changing the viscosity of metabolic water, you're able to naturally lower deuterium levels. Uh, and 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 if you have too much deuterium in your body, those that those those heavy hydrogen atoms or, or um, heavy I- hydrogen isotopes, I should I should probably describe them as, can actually break the nanomotors in your in your mitochondria. And by when those nanomotors bro- break. Um, that halts uh, that halts cellular uh, uh, respiration, and by changing the viscosity of metabolic water, you actually help. You're actually um, able to prevent those nanometers from from breaking. At the end of the day, you're actually naturally lowering your deuterium levels. So, can we define deuterium? Yeah, yeah, and I should have probably st- I probably should have started there. But deuterium is a, is a um, it's, it's sometimes referred to as heavy hydrogen. It's a, it's a hydrogen isotope, and hydrogen is the most common sort of element found in found in the universe, especially especially within our in our in our bodies. And when you have too much of it, basically that that heavy that heavy hydrogen isotope gets stuck in those nanomotors within within your mitochondria. And, and think of think of nanomotors almost like cylinders in a, in a car engine, right? They're spinning fast, and when this heavy hydrogen or deuterium um, is is trying, when your cells are trying to process this, they they get stuck in those nanomotors, and, and those and a, a, as a result, those nanom- those nanomotors break. And so that's why you know when you look at a ketogenic diet, or even when you intermittently fast, you're naturally lowering your deuterium levels in your body. So there's there's less there's less sort of nanomotor breaking going on for lack of a better description, and red light is very like is very acts in a very synergistic way because because you're able to change the viscosity of metabolic water, you're able to lo- naturally lower those same deuterium levels um, and uh, help helping to restore a more more normal more efficient cellular. Uh, cellular energy production, and so there's a lot of synergy. I mean, it, a lot of what what I'm just going through is 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 um is is you know fairly theoretical, um, and I'm certainly not an expert in this field by no means. Um, it's only through working with you know some of those researchers that that that, that researchers that I mentioned um, earlier um, that we're learning a little bit more about um, about these these fields. But we hope to we hope to prove out this theory in that clinical study that we're that we've kicked off recently with, with Bristlecone Medical in Minneapolis. So it's certainly an interesting topic, and I think you know I think these theories uh, will be showcased uh, showcased to be be true through some of this clinical work. That is so fascinating. So by regulating the deuterium levels. I mean, it's really, it sounds like it's really keeping things clean in a way, yeah. like keeping things from building up throughout the cells. You got it. It's kind of like, think of like a lot, when you have a lot of deuterium in, in your body, think of, it's almost like kind of sludge, if you will, right? That's what I was and, thinking. And, I, I think about that all the time. And the sludge kind of just kind of gets caught up in your, in, in your cells, you know, and the, and the mitochondria, like the, they're, they're, you know, and if you hearken back to your high school biology days, that they're like the powerhouses of the cell, the engines of the cell. And when they, when that, you know, when your engines are kind of full of sludge, they don't work as well. And so, um, that's kind of, you know, for, for people that are sort of new to kind of understanding deuterium and what that means for our, our health, that's kind of the best way to think about it is it's, it's, it's sludge that gets caught up in the, in the engines of our cells. 
and you know intermittent fasting, eating a ketogenic diet, using you know being exposed to red and near infrared light on a consistent basis. That all, all those t- types of modalities or or lifestyles help to balance or lower and then balance out your deuterium levels, which lead to just a more fit, more efficient cellular energy production. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say it reminds me of something with intermittent fasting, like autophagy, keeping things kind of cleared out or with the ketogenic diet, just running cleaner. So you're not creating all that, that sludge, that uh, <laughs> oxidative stress and all those byproducts that your body has to deal with. Yeah, we should just rename the, 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 the podcast, you know, the, the, this episode, you know, how red light can, can reduce your sludge, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I might, I might do that. <laughs> Perfect. And um, I'm also really, really fascinated by that study you're doing. That's really exciting. I, I don't know how much you can actually talk about it, but did you say that it's going to be, so will it be people on a keto diet doing red light and people on a, a normal diet also doing red light? Yep. So it's it's part of a, a series of studies that we've actually recently kicked off, some of which are, are with this group in Minneapolis um, that I mentioned, Bristol-Cone Medical. But we also um, kicked off a few or will be kicking off uh, a few studies in the month of May and June with another group in Sao Paulo, Brazil, studying uh, uh, full body light therapy for uh, muscle recovery and peak athletic performance. Um, but yeah, the, these, these two particular studies, um, are, we're really going to, um, look at hormonal health as, as kind of the, uh, the, the core, the core endpoint, uh, specifically in men, testosterone to estrogen ratios, and then in women, uh, estrogen to progesterone, uh, ratios, um, and how a ketogenic diet plus red light therapy can help balance those out. And so right now, the two, the two, uh, the two sort of cohorts that we're enrolling are people on a, on a normal diet and then people on a ketogenic, uh, diet plus, plus red and near infrared light therapy. Will the normal diet people be doing red light therapy? Uh, yes, they will be. Yep. You got it. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Yep. Yeah. So, so eventually we want to have another, another cohort that's just on, uh, the ketogenic diet as well. Um, so you'll have a ketogenic, you know, with and without red light, but eventually we'll get to, we'll, we'll get to that point. But one of our core sort of, uh, theories as a company is that full body light therapy is, is optimal. And so in all these studies, participants will be using full body light therapy. And so, um, we're, we're pretty excited about that as well as kind of really showcasing the overall health benefits of full body light therapy versus just a targeted approach. For the people that, for any studies that you do when it would be with or without red light therapy, would you want to construct it so that it's with red light therapy or and completely without or with red light therapy and then with like a, a sham red light? So they would still think that they were doing um, red light. Eventually, like these particular studies that we're not using now won't be, won't, won't involve like a, a sham, like you mentioned. Um, so it's, it's, it's hard to do a sham with uh with red light, we'd probably have to do it with near infrared light since it's in, it's in, it's invisible to the, to the, uh, to the naked eye. It's a little bit easier to, uh, to, to conduct a, a trial like that. Um, but, uh, but nonetheless, yeah, we do eventually hope to, uh, we'll continue to work with, uh, the, the, this, the overall topic of, of, of using our full body devices in clinical studies is something that we'll continue to, to do more of in the future. We're, we're super passionate about, about that. Um, like really proving out some of these things that, that, uh, that we've been, we've been talking about. We want to prove them out in clinical studies. I love that. And I love that you brought up the hormonal aspect as well. That's fantastic. I know also when I first got into red light therapy a few years ago, I was initially intrigued by it for two things for hair growth, (laughs) because my, my hair has always been 
very, very thin. Um, but also for hypothyroidism, because I um, was diagnosed with hypothyroidism and I saw things here and there about how red light therapy could benefit that. And it, it's really fascinating. Some of the studies I've read since then where they have had people undergo red light therapy who had hypothyroidism. And some people have been able in the studies to um, go off of their thyroid medication, which I'm not saying that, you know, go off your thyroid medication with a, with your tube device, but I'm saying there's definitely um, a lot of, you know, clinically studied information out there about how these wavelengths can affect hormones, thyroid, everything. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I would say like there's certain buckets um, of clinical science, published clinical science um, in this in this arena um, that are 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 really really robust. And what I mean by that is when you look at um, the, the skin health benefits that come from using red light therapy, uh, the reduction in joint pain and inflammation, the fa- faster muscle recovery, athletic performance uh, with with near infrared light therapy as an example. There's endless and endless amounts of of studies that uh, that demonstrate. Uh, positive benefits in those categories. And then there's others um, that are sort of emerging, one of which is this concept of hormonal health. And I would say that, you know, in comparison, the, the research is still very early. Uh, but yeah, there, it, it's pretty compelling, nonetheless, especially, especially with, uh, with, with thyroid health, and, and some of those some of those patients being able to completely come off. Um, in fact, I think it was over fifty percent in one of the one of the trials that I'm thinking of. It was over fifty percent of the participants actually completely came off their their thyroid medication. Um, and then the you know the other the other segments of those those participants actually saw a significantly reduced amount of medica- thyroid medications that they had, they had to consume by simply expo- you know exposing the thyroid gland to to, to uh, red and near infrared light. So it's 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 I, th- I would say it's early, uh, but it's really it's really really promising. Um, and so that's a category that that we as a company want to want to study more. It's one of the reasons we you know some of our some of our first studies are involving hormonal health because we've received so many anecdotal uh, so much anecdotal feedback from thousands of customers around around how their some have gotten their blood work done, others haven't. It's it's, it's more anecdotal, but uh, across the board, this concept of you know better or more balanced hormonal health from using red and near infrared light therapy is really consistent feedback that we get. And so uh, that that's you know that's one of the reasons we we wanted to again kind of pr- prove this out in a, in a clinical study for for ourselves. Yeah, and that really speaks to you know the the foundational mechanisms going on here with the therapy because I mean clearly red light is not giving you thyroid hormone, you know, there's no thyroid hormone in light, but by changing the way the body functions and actually healing it on a cellular level and upgrading that, that, that makes sense. It makes sense why it can help so many things, you know, because it it can seem like too good to be true. Like, oh, red light can help you burn fat. It can help your thyroid. It can help your hair growth. It can help your muscle recovery. It can help your sleep, your mood. And it's like, really? Like, how can one thing do all of that? But when you see it from the foundational level of, well, it just makes sense because it's it's helping your whole body perform better. You know, it's addressing energy production and how your body's actually functioning. So that, that ex- I mean, in a way, quote, explains how it can have so many benefits. Kind of like, with intermittent fasting, which, you know, another passion of mine or, or, uh, you know, a healthy dietary approach, why those can have such broad ranging therapeutic and health benefits. You got it. it there, there's, and th- that's a question that often comes up is like how, especially when, with, with, with people that are, are, are new to this type of therapy and you start mentioning all of the benefits, it, it, it sounds too good to be true. And that's when the cynicism starts to, to starts to set in. But it is one of the, the, the really cool things about um, operating in this arena is that there's so much science that supports it, 
that it's easy to understand why someone might might be might be cynical. Um, but once you once you begin to look at the science, most people think even if they give it a just give it a little bit a little bit of the time of day, so to speak, they walk away, you know, feeling feeling really compelled to try it. And then the, the reason it, you know, there's such a laundry list of benefits is because because some of the, the, the core mechanism of action at play is really inducing more normal cellular function, um, especially, you know, in a, in a, in a, with the lifestyles we live, we're exposed to a lot of a lot, a lot of different stressors all the time. And so by helping ourselves um, function in a normal capacity, they're able to do kind of what our bodies were intended to do, right? Grow hair, you know, stay, stay relatively lean. Re- recover, you know, uh, recover faster from, you know, from, from movement, um, et cetera, et cetera. So it kind of make, you know, begins to sort of make sense when you, you know, connect the dot, take a step back and kind of, kind of connect the dots, uh, but certainly understand why, you know, someone might be a little bit cynical when, when first kind of, uh, learning about, uh, uh, light therapy. Hi friends. I am so excited to tell you about something that I am obsessed with that can revolutionize your health, help with stress levels, support longevity, and really help you when you go out and are having a bit of wine or drinks or all the things. And I'm going to tell you how to get $100 off. So I've been talking about the role of NAD in our health for so long. NAD stands for nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. It is a coenzyme that that is involved in so many processes in our body, including energy production and DNA repair. And it is depleted by things like stress, aging, lack of sleep, alcohol, and of course, too much partying. In fact, a lot of researchers believe that declining NAD levels is one of the key factors in aging. That's why I have been really interested in boosting and supporting NAD levels. And I have tried all the things. You can take precursors to NAD called NR and NMN. I still take NMN. However, I am much more alert by directly giving your body NAD. And historically, the most common way to do that that is accessible to people was through NAD IVs and NAD shots. I actually never did an NAD IV for a few reasons. One, they are extraordinarily expensive. Two, I've been doing the shots, which I liked because they were easy to do. That said, they always made me feel a little bit unwell right afterwards. And I've heard that the IV makes a lot of people feel unwell. So if the shots were making me feel unwell and that was going into the muscle first as like a barrier, I can't even imagine what putting it straight into my bloodstream would have done. Plus with the IVs, you have to sit there for potentially hours. So basically IVs were a no-go for me. So like I said, I was doing the shots, but I was like, I wish there was an easier way to do this. Then a company called Ion Layer reached out to me. Oh my goodness, friends. I am so obsessed. So they make transdermal NAD patches and they have studies showing that these patches actually boost your NAD levels. And what's so amazing is you put on a patch. It's super easy to put on. I have a video on my Instagram about how you do it. You basically get this patch thing with like a negative side and a positive side. You put saline on one side, you mix up the NAD with some sterile water and the NAD that they give you on the other side. Then you stick it to your arm or wherever you want to put it. You put a super cool black patch over it, kind of like how you put the patches over CGMs. And then what's amazing is there are no side effects. You don't feel unwell from it and it lasts for 14 hours. And it's so easy. You can do it at home and then you can really decide when you want to do it. So with the shots, I was doing them once a week and I was trying to do them before going out with this patch. Now I put on the patch before going out and it makes me feel so good. It really helps the next day from any alcohol recovery that you may need. And they 
look pretty awesome with my outfits, not gonna lie. I am obsessed with these patches. I just want everybody to know about them and they are so much more affordable than the shots or the IVs. If you wanna boost your NAD levels, support anti-aging, help with your stress, help with lack of sleep and or optimize your partying, you need these patches, friends. And I'm so excited because working with the company has been amazing and they are giving you guys $100 off, which is incredible. So to get that discount, just go to melanieavalon.com slash ion layer. That's I-O-N-L-A-Y-E-R and use the coupon code melanieavalon to get $100 off your first order. I cannot recommend these enough. I'm gonna use them for the unforeseeable future, probably for the rest of my life. It's literally just become part of my arsenal now. Like when I'm getting ready to go out, usually once a week, put on my NAD patch. And even if I don't go out that week, I still like to do one once weekly. Oh, P.S. They're also amazing for traveling. You guys know I'm not a big traveler. I've been doing more traveling recently and I wear these on the plane there and back. Game changer. Although it's really fun at TSA, especially because I already opt out and don't go through the scanner thing. So they already are suspicious. And then they're like, what's that on your arm? And I'm like, it's NAD. And then they're like, what's that? And then I'm like, it's a coenzyme in your body that's involved in a lot of metabolic processes and energy production and DNA repair. And then they just look at me really weird, but it's fine. It's totally fine. So again, that's melanieavalon.com slash ion layer to get $100 off your ion layer kit. It comes with six patches, totally the way to go for boosting NAD levels. And I cannot recommend it enough. melanieavalon.com slash ion layer with the coupon code melanieavalon for $100 off. Hi friends. Okay. So I'm a little bit embarrassed because I've been talking for so long about red light and near infrared therapy, which is so, so important. However, I kind of left out something really important about light. So as you guys know, I've been talking about red light and near infrared for so long. And at the same time during the day, I was using a bright, sad light. So it's those white lights that help with waking you up, help with your circadian rhythm. They're used to combat mood issues and depression. So I have a really bright white one of those at my desk. A few things about that. I knew it helped wake me up and kept me stimulated, but I wasn't sure if it had any detrimental effects using it. And then two, I was also wondering if by just focusing on red and near-infrared light, was I somehow missing something in the full spectrum of light? Guess what? I was. And guess what? I found the solution. And guess what? I have a discount for you guys. So the founder of a company called Soulshine reached out to me and he was like, do you know about the importance of full spectrum light? And I was like, you know what? I've been wondering about this for quite a while. Please educate me. Oh my goodness. This man blew my mind. I talk a lot about the problems of blue light. That said, we evolved in natural full spectrum sunlight that our genes are programmed to respond to. And today we do not spend enough time in that light. A lot of us don't go outside and we're overexposed to blue light. It's a problem. And then to make things even more problematic, the common sad lights that I was talking about that are bright white, they actually do not contain the full spectrum light. They filter out certain wavelengths and they're high in blue light. So just like I thought, it was not doing my health many services. There is only one company I have found, or I guess that found me, that makes a full spectrum white light device. So the Soul Light Systems include the fullest spectrum of visible and invisible near-infrared light with traces of UV light. Yep, that's right, because you need all of that as well. Don't worry, 
It's not an exuberant amount that's going to cause a problem. It's just a tiny little dose that your body actually needs. You can use these lights to fix your circadian rhythm and properly stimulate your brain's suprachiasmatic nucleus or SCN in a way that it was supposed to be stimulated. It's kind of like the natural spectral diet because yes, you may be suffering from malillumination. Did you know that your entire bloodstream actually filters through your eyes in a relatively short amount of time, that's the only way your blood is exposed to the outside world. So when we expose our eyes to this light, it actually can have beneficial effects on our blood. That is crazy. It helps with skin, with mood. This is the light that I wasn't thinking about that we need. I love Soulshine's light therapy devices. I do use it in combination with my red and near infrared light devices as well so that I can fully bathe my body in the best light that is so helpful for my sleep, for my stress, for my metabolism, for my immunity, for my health, so many things. They have so many different device options. They have one that I love that kind of looks like a juve and I sit it on my desk and it has options for the full spectrum light, which is that bright white light, as well as an ear infrared option. So what I do is I do a session of the full spectrum light in the morning and then I run the near infrared to help counteract the negative blue light around me. They also have stands with bulbs that you can get. I've been using some of those on my plants. I am just so grateful that Ken at Soulshine found me because I was missing out on such a key aspect of light and I had no idea. And you can get 10% off at melanieavalon.com slash soulshine. That's S-O-L-S-H-I-N-E with the code Melanie Avalon. So melanieavalon.com slash soulshine, S-O-L-S-H-I-N-E with the code Melanie Avalon for 10% off. It's really helped my mood, my energy, my sleep, so many things. I think you guys will love it. So again, go to melanieavalon.com slash soulshine, S-O-L-S-H-I-N-E and use the coupon code Melanie Avalon to get 10% off site-wide. And we'll put all this information in the show notes. Hi friends, an incredible fasting aid is coffee. Yes, I am all about the coffee. I am a huge fan of its health benefits as well as how it can support your fast and really help with energy and fat burning. And I have a big announcement. The brand of coffee that I have been drinking for an entire decade now, I am no longer drinking. There's some drama, there's some science, and I'm about to tell you how to get a discount on my new favorite coffee. So I've been drinking the coffee formerly known as Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Coffee for literally a decade. I do not drink it now, so this is not a Bulletproof Coffee commercial, but I started drinking it because I so trusted Dave and his obsession in creating mold-free coffee because moldy coffee beans is a huge problem and a lot of people can get health issues, brain fog, and crash after coffee because of the mold contamination. Dave has been talking about this for so long, so I really trusted him and I would drink Bulletproof Coffee, which I absolutely loved and loved that it was mold-free. Then there was some drama. Dave sort of got kicked out of Bulletproof. He might be going back. There's a lot of stuff going on with that. Follow him on Instagram if you want to learn more about that. He even talked about it at the recent biohacking conference. But in any case, <laughs> drama aside, he can no longer speak to Bulletproof Coffee as to whether or not it is mold-free. And he ended up making a coffee even better than Bulletproof Coffee, and it is called Danger Coffee, and friends, I love it. It's the first coffee that is not only mold-free, but actually can help you remineralize. Yep, that's right. Danger Coffee contains a patent-pending formula that actually remineralizes your body with more than 50 trace minerals, nutrients, and electrolytes. 
On top of that, it is super clean. I know people like to see organic labels. Friends, I have learned so much about the certification industry. And honestly, the best of the best is finding people that you trust who do extensive testing and third-party certification. That's what I do with my Avalon X supplements. And that's what Dave does with Danger Coffee. So with Danger Coffee, they use a process that far exceeds government and industry standards. And it is third-party lab tested. So you can rest assured it is free of mold toxins. As for the flavor, Dave selected these hand-picked farm direct beans for their quality, their superb flavor, and their elevated performance. I love the taste of it. It's much richer and more nuanced than Bulletproof Coffee. It's honestly one of the best coffees I've ever tasted, and it's so exciting to know that when I'm drinking it, I'm actually helping to remineralize my body. So that's right. If you want your coffee to contain antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, micronutrients, and help optimize your fasting, you want Danger Coffee. And of course, I have a discount for you guys. You can go to melanieavalon.com slash dangercoffee and use the coupon code MELANIEAVALON to get 10% off. Again, that is melanieavalon.com slash dangercoffee with the coupon code MELANIEAVALON for 10% off. This is my favorite coffee. Like I said, it takes some really good coffee and convincing biohacking health reasons to break me from my 10-year decade bulletproof coffee habit. But sometimes you just gotta upgrade. And by the way, this would make epic presents for people. This can just become your go-to present. Not only will people love it, but you'll be helping their health as well. Everybody wins. MelanieAvalon.com slash Danger Coffee with the coupon code Danger Coffee. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so you may you may want it for one thing, but it's really amazing because then it can help so many other things. You got so it. So if you're if you're on the fence about trying out red light therapy, just saying for listeners, don't be on the fence. <laughs> even <laughs> if like even if you think even if you're skeptical about it helping, probably there's you know something that you want to target with it. Even if you're skeptical, there's so many other potentials beyond that of things that can help that you really can't go wrong. Yep, you got it. Something you did touch on that we probably should touch on as well is uh, muscle recovery. So for people, or and also pain and inflammation. Um, so people who are doing sports exercise, or for people who have injuries and pain, uh, how? So how? What do you see with therapy, red light therapy and near infrared therapy benefiting that? And would is that more for the near infrared that you would want to focus on with um, pain and inflammation, or what would be the best? route to go about addressing that yep um pro- probably probably uh near infrared light um it has has definitely uh, uh been been studied more often in these in the with these certain categories and and the these these areas you know muscle recovery uh joint pain joint inflammation um joint pain and inflammation reduction these have been there's so much science that supports these uh, uh, benefits in these areas. In fact, our customers that buy uh, buy our devices for these two, whether it's uh, they want faster muscle recovery, reduced joint pain, you know, relief from from joint pain, they tend to notice results that much faster. Um, and you know, as an example, we have a lot of professional and performance athletes that are using our using our devices, and they're, they're typically so in tune with their bot how their body responds to a certain workout. Well, within a few a few treatments of using, you know, red and near infrared light, they, they they're just recovering faster, right? They feel a lot differently the next day. Um, so there's 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 a lot of anecdotal feedback, but when you look at the science, it, it the, the science is very very clear that these wavelengths of light help help uh, help your your muscles recover faster. And the cool thing about joint pain and really recovery in general is that. 
um, red and nirinfrolite has been has been shown to actually help both with acute and and chronic inflammation. So um, it helps your body heal faster from an acute injury, but also because of that shift. Um, you know, from an M1 to an M2 phenotype in regards to your immune system that we kind of chatted about earlier, you get benefits when it comes to chronic inflammation as well. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's to your point, Melanie, I think you, I think you summed it up well. It's a, it is the gift that kind of keeps on giving because uh, it, 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 it's, it has profound benefits in, in both the acute and kind of chronic uh, phases of injury. Yeah, that was one of the more recent things that I started using it for was it's interesting. So I, I personally have a lot of like IBS type problems and um, like food, food reactions and things like that. And I always have like this sort of weird feeling in my abdomen, which I'd, I'd always associated with food. And I was thinking it was like a, a microbiome type thing, but I experimented and started using my Juve device on that area. And I was shocked. It's funny because I was like, I've been such a fan of Juve, of Juve and Red Light and I talk about it all the time and I've experienced the benefits, but I was like, oh, it won't actually do anything for, you know, this feeling that I get in my abdomen. But I started using it and it, it, it like went away. I was like, oh, <laughs> it actually does do that. <laughs> I keep like preaching it, but the more and more I try it, the more and more it really lives up to what it's supposed to do. <laughs> that, that's cool. I remember when we were talking... Um, on the intermittent fasting podcast, which that was a while ago. I forgot how long ago that was, but um, you had mentioned briefly that there were some emerging studies about how red light therapy affected the microbiome. Do you know if there's any more data for that? There ha- there hasn't been much, much additional data published. And I think it's been probably nine, nine months ago, maybe that we last, we last uh, recorded a, a podcast, but there hasn't, unfortunately there hasn't been a lot of advancements in that, in that arena. Um, that's actually another category that we hope to, uh, we hope to exp- explore further with with our devices. Um, but for those that haven't listened to that particular episode or are kind of new to this this concept of of using red and near infrared light to help establish a more healthy gut mi- microbiome, it's 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 very early. But researchers from from a group of research and researchers in in Sydney uh, clearly showcased this uh, this this kind of concept with the use of near infrared light, which is completely counterintuitive because you wouldn't expect near infrared light to penetrate uh, that deep. Um, or at least the energy would be significantly dissipated, you know, penetrating that deep into the body. But they were able to, you know, they they, um, they proposed a very uh, kind of a, a, a metabolic, uh, a very metabolic mechanism of action for for these wavelengths of light and their ability to help establish a healthy gut microbiome, which is um, kind of a different, a, you know, a, a little bit of a different mechanism. But um, that kind of ties into our our theory as a company in that when irradiating your entire body with these healthy wavelengths of light, you'll get those systemic benefits um, that are advantageous across a wide variety of areas, more so than you would with just targeted targeted treatments. I mean, there's certainly some advantage to targeted treatments, whether it's weight loss or reducing you know, joint pain and inflammation in a certain area. Um, but ultimately, uh, full body light therapy uh, is, is optimal for, for overall health. And I think you know, that what those researchers from Australia demonstrated was that, 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 that's clearly the case. You, you know, the, the more systemic the dose of energy is, that's probably better for overall health. Well, going off of that. So if red light therapy is upregulating metabolism, energy generation, have you heard of any, any studies or any feedback about red light therapy and appetite? I noticed this very definitively the other day. This was like an epiphany I had like two days ago actually. Um, 
because I have recently in the middle of a move and my stuff got locked up in the moving company. You know, they say, oh, it'll be there in five days. Yeah, that, that didn't happen. Right. Um, <laughs> so my stuff, I didn't have my stuff for like two, over two weeks. And I had my Juve go, but I didn't have my 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 bigger device. And I was like dying, by the way. <laughs> and my stuff finally came. I got my Juve device back. Um, but I've been noticing that this could be completely anecdotal, but um, without having my my daily juve in my life and everything, I mean, it could be a lot of things, but I was struggling a lot with cravings and appetite and things like that. And my just caught my juve back again and um, was feeling a little bit hungry because I do intermittent fasting every day, but I was feeling like this weird craving food, felt like things were struggling. I t- turned on my juve and I promise you, <laughs> my appetite just like died. It like killed my craving. I was shocked. That could be completely placebo. It's very possible. Could be completely anecdotal. But I'm just wondering if if you've heard that from anybody else. I haven't personally, and I, I just I was just looking at this kind of this database of research that that we've curated. You know, I think it's over you know, three thousand studies or something like that. I just did a, a, a quick simple search, and I I didn't I haven't I don't I didn't see anything in that in that database either either. Uh, but that's 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 certainly interesting, and I don't want to I don't want to diminish the fact that it could have very well been a result of, uh, of, you know, using red and near infrared light. But, um, I, I'm not aware of any, any clinical studies that, that kind of showcase that. Well, to, to do list then <laughs> <laughs> add, add that to the list, right? So, I mean, I guess it just makes sense so that anything that would boost metabolism, um, and help with energy regulation could help. I mean, it makes sense to me that it could help with appetite kind of like, People think that they'll be really starving, for example, when they're fasting or if they're on a calorie-restricted ketogenic diet, that they would be really hungry. But because those different approaches can upregulate your metabolism and make you better at generating energy, oftentimes, you know, appetite diminishes compared to the, the situation where you're ironically eating all the food all the time, yet you're always starving because you're not effectively using that energy. Just storing it seems like the theory would would hold up you know when studying that out for sure because of you know because of what you just mentioned i mean any any time you sort of get a boost in your your metabolism whether it's through some sort of like uh you know you stimulant coffee some workout supplement or something along those lines usually appetite is suppressed so that definitely could have been going on for sure it'd be interesting interesting uh to, to, to to prove out and and definitely one maybe maybe that would be uh should be added to the list for sure some more really quick questions. Uh, do you know, does red light therapy burn calories on its own? I, I know a lot of people love the idea of passive weight loss. <laughs> I'd have to, I'd have to look at some of the, some of the data, uh, with respect to weight and fat loss and whether, um, whether, whether that was like a, a diagnostic metric that was evaluated. But, but again, like based, based on, on, on theory, your, your cells are producing more energy. So they're also consuming more energy at the same time. They're becoming more efficient at what they do. So by consuming more energy and producing more energy as a byproduct, you would naturally think there would be some um, some caloric burning that was that was going on. But I'm 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 without digging into the the, the clinical data, I'm, I'm I'm unaware of whether or not that was a, an actual metric that that was that's been studied out. And do you think red light therapy holds potential for longevity? Do you know? Have there been any study? I, I mean, I can't imagine there. I don't know even know what type of study that would be, but as far as how red light therapy and near infrared therapy can affect lifespan. I don't even know what that would look like. <laughs> <Is> this- 
Yeah, I mean, what longevity is kind of a broad sort of a, a like kind of a broad category if you will i mean there's no doubt that there's a a laundry list of different studies that have 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 showcased you know the ability of red and near infrared light to sort of re, re, reduce like a, act as an as an anti-ager um so so to speak across a wide variety of ages not just for like vanity purposes but also you know um the through the prevention of other other chronic diseases so it, i guess it kind of depends on your definition of of longevity um, but a lot of what a lot a lot of a lot of sort of longevity related subjects that sort of filter up under that under that bucket um, ha- are definitely impacted in a positive way by by red and near infrared light. Yeah, it sounds like definitely, especially what we were talking about with the sludge earlier, just keeping things clean, not creating all that oxidative stress, and just improving immunity and inflammation and everything. It seems, I mean, seems pretty prime for improving all the longevity factors or the anti-aging factors. So specifics for users looking to purchase their own red light therapy device, what should they look for? Because I know like for with Juve specifically, you can get on their website, you guys have a lot of different versions. So you have like your Juve Go, which is red light or near infrared, and it's it's chargeable. It's like I said, when I didn't have my Juve device for two weeks, I had my Go and I would have to like, I would like use it and then until it drained and then I'd charge it and then I would use it until it drained. And then I would, it was just like a, a cycle. So I'm excited now that I have my mini again, which plugs in and that one, um, you can like sit on your desk and I'm about to order a solo, which I'm really excited about. But, um, you also do have, you know, the larger full body units and you can, um, the cool thing is you can buy them and you can, um, like add on so you can like slowly mm-hmm. build. A, I don't, I'm talking to you. You obviously know this, but for listeners, um, you can buy the devices and slowly build a larger system as you go. But where should somebody start? You know, if they're just, they're new to this whole thing, they want to get a device. Should they start small? Should they like, what, where do you recommend that they start? What should they look for? And also if we could also just answer some brief, like technicalities, like how long should they use it for when they get their device? I, I would I would even say if you're if you're new if you're new to this this topic of 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 using light to enhance you know overall health the first step I would say is just try to get a little bit more natural sunlight you know um, even if it's just ten to fifteen minutes a day we we don't all of us don't get enough of it and and what I mean by that is I'm not, I'm not talking about going to the beach once a you know once every couple of weeks and getting fried I'm not that's not what I'm talking about but um, you know just getting more nat being more cognizant of, of getting net more natural light exposure is a healthy thing. That's completely free. But if you're, if you, if you have a, you know, the type of lifestyle that doesn't, that doesn't afford that um, whether it's, you know, whether it's kind of work, work related or, you live in a climate that just doesn't get enough natural light on a consistent basis. Supplementing with a, a high quality red light uh, therapy device is um, is a great next step. And uh, to your point, Melanie, that yeah, there are some key things to to look for. Uh, I'll mention a, a few that probably stand out or that are, that are more critical than others. Uh, one would be making sure the device delivers the right wavelengths of light. So making sure it does in fact deliver red. Uh, are, uh, red and near infrared wavelengths, that the, the wavelengths that have been proven time and time again throughout all of these clinical studies that we've been talking about. So that's probably step one. Another key component is um, is evaluating the, the power output of a device. Um, you want a device that delivers, um, uh, you know, clinical grade or medical grade power because that equates to shorter treatment times. It's one of the, the key things that we designed our devices for uh, simply because most people just don't have the time to use a device for, you know, 30, 45 minutes, an hour, hour a day that, that just 
that's not sticky enough. Most people will give up over, over, over time. So we wanted to, to, to produce a device that um, you really only need to use it for about 10 minutes a day to receive a clinically relevant dose of energy. And the, the cool thing about our devices is that all of the power specs are, have been independently tested and verified by um, one of the, the most um, renowned uh, photodiagnostic labs in the, in the country. And so making sure the device delivers, you know, a, a, a fair amount of power and, and has been tested and, 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 and confirmed by, by a third party is pretty important. Um, and then the other thing that I'd probably call out is, is, is the um, kind of the, the modular nature. So, mo- you know, there's a fair amount of light therapy devices that are sort of one and done, meaning that you can buy it once and um, you know, it's, it's, it's small and, and, you know, you can't really add to it over time. And, and, and really, quite honestly, the Juve Go kind of fits into that category. It's a super cool device. It's completely wireless and rechargeable, delivers the same power as our larger d- devices, but it's not modular in nature. So, you know, you're kind of limited to, to targeting just, you know, relatively small areas on your body where the rest of our devices are modular in nature. And when I, when I say modular, it's kind of like Lego blocks. You can start with one device and then they connect together um, both physically and electronically. So you can build out that full body system over time. And because they connect together electronically, one device then controls the whole system, which is kind of a cool, uh, a, a cool feature. So it's not one and done. You can start small and kind of go big over time if you want to. So that's kind of the, the unique nature of our devices. And it's, it's, we, we design them that way because we, like I said earlier, we, we believe, um, fundamentally that full body light therapy is optimal. That's, that's the best, that's the best way to do it if you can. Uh, and so we design our devices to, to make that, um, relatively, you know, accessible for most people. And I will say for listeners, one of the things that sold me was you guys do have a wonderful, you know, a guarantee, a money back guarantee. So if, if, if listeners are not seeing the benefits from their device, they are not out a pretty penny. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are returnable, but, I know when I got mine, I just became more and more obsessed. And now I just want all of them, like all the units. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. We, that's something that we've, we've, uh, we were the first company to, to sort of offer that, that 60 day money back guarantee, you know, and, and, uh, it's, it's funny when I think about when we first launched our devices, we were a little bit afraid about that. Like, you know, red light is kind of a, this is a new category and are, are people just going to return, return their devices? We were a little made it made us a little bit nervous, but you know, uh, to this day, we still, you know, it's it's a very very small percentage of people that that take advantage of that, which is kind of cool to see. And I think that really speaks to the to the to the fact that this stuff works. You know, um, we just we don't see very many people, you know, returning their their, their product, or their you know their their purchase within that that first sixty days. So I think that's that's kind of cool. But it's there, it's there if if needed. You know, if you if you if you buy it and you know it it's just doesn't doesn't work for you or doesn't fit into your lifestyle you know, you can simply return it for a, for a full refund. We, but you know, we feel, we feel pretty confident that you'll, you'll get, you'll get some benefits if, if you use it consistently. I, like I said, definitely saw that we do have a special offer for listeners. So if you go to juve.com slash Melanie Avalon and use the code Melanie Avalon at checkout, you will receive a free gift from juve. And if you use that link and forward your proof of purchase to podcast at melanieavalon.com. You will also get a gift from me. I will send you a signed copy of my book, What Win Wine. Thank you so much for that offer. That's really wonderful. So make sure you use that link if you do want to get your own device like I did. (laughs) So obsessed. It's kind of crazy. I will just ask you personally. So you said that one of the benefits is that you can use it, um, that it's, you know, so therapeutic that you 
can use it for a, a shorter session. Can you use it too much? Like I kind of always have mine on. <laughs> um, it, it probably depends on how you're using it. I, I would say um, first and foremost, it's really hard to overdo it. Um, and, and, and really what, when you, when, when I say overdo it, I mean, there is probably a more of a, a law of diminishing returns. Like after a certain amount of time, you're not probably reaping a whole lot of benefits, but it kind of, like I said, it kind of depends on how you're using it. So if you're using it, ba- using the device based on our sort of recommendations and you know, meaning that you're either sitting or standing from the device um, at a distance of about three to six inches for 10 minutes, um, you're going to receive a, you know, a, a, a clinically relevant dose of energy. But if the device is three feet away, um, the the actual amount of energy that's reaching your body is um is is very low. So in that scenario, you know you could you could use it to you know illuminate a room at night just for healthier you know so so you're you know sort of using healthier wavelengths of light instead of bright blue light and not not disrupting your circadian rhythm at night. And that in that in that sense, no, you're not really you're not there's no sort of dangers at all of of of, of overdoing it. But it kind of depends on how you're using it, but. Uh, you're, it, it's really, really hard to overdo it. And there's really no downstream negative ramifications. It's really just more of a law of, a, law of diminishing returns. Yeah, I will say, guys, when you have the device, if it's you know one of the larger ones that you can really add light to a room, having it on in the evening is so wonderful. Like it's so wonderful. It just illuminates the room with this like warm, comforting glow. Oh, it's the best way to to just wind down your evening. I'm obsessed. I can't wait till I get the, the larger solo device and I can really integrate it into the light, the light hacking of my apartment. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a lot, a lot of customers, uh, uh, like when they first hear about that, they're like, Oh, wait a second. I'm going to start doing that. Cause it's, it's really, um, it's, it's pretty profound how, how using that type of light at night that sort of mimics the, the, the sunset, it, it definitely is. It's so much more calming. You know, and it, it and it and and there's already evidence that you know published evidence that showcases, you know, these wavelengths of light help your body shift from a you know a sympathetic state to a more of a parasympathetic parasympathetic state, helping your body just to relax and prepare for 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 uh, uh, for bedtime. So, um, just one of the more one one of a one of the the many benefits of of using using these wavelengths of light on a consistent basis. You know, who who doesn't want better sleep? Oh, I know. And I really feel it instantly. Like, you know, there's so many um, different practices that people can do to try to switch from, you know, sympathetic to parasympathetic nervous system and really enter that rested mode. And I think a lot of times it requires, you know, some winding down and some time. But for for me, I'm always shocked. It's like, even if I come in and it's been a long day and I'm like hurried and frantic or whatever, I turn on the juice, like the light and I change the lighting in the apartment with the juve. And it, I, I feel like this instant, it's like a click. And I don't know if that's just because now I've conditioned myself to, to do that, but um, it's oh, it's amazing. Right. Cannot recommend it enough. I do have one last question, not related. Well, it might be related. I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm becoming more and more obsessed with how healing and wonderful for life gratitude is. So my question for you is, what are you most grateful for at this moment? That, that's a really good point. Like I'm, I'm a big believer that um, focusing on on what you're grateful for leads to a lot of of ancillary benefits um, and helps to really reset kind of your your framework. So um, that's cool to hear that you're into that as well. But uh, I am most grateful probably for my, my family, um, my my wife, uh, my uh, who have been married to for almost 20 years now, um, and then we've got four really healthy kids. 
Um, you know, I, I was I was gone. We we were both gone actually for almost a week uh, for the the Paleo FX conference. And um, you know, getting back home reminds me uh, how much uh, how much I am grateful for for all of us that we're, we're healthy. We're in the same in the same home. You know, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> you know, so I'm super grateful for that. I love it. Makes me smile. Yeah, when I when I first decided to start this podcast, I was like, I need a question to always end with, and because there's so many questions that you could ask, but I was like, what question would like really just reframe things and end on a really positive note with smiles? So yeah, and I, I say that I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to you know sound cliche, but like that's such a good practice. It's something that I um, I, it seems like I go through periods where I, I'll practice it more consistently, but the the times in you know in 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 my life where I'm I don't want to say j- journaling. It's not necessarily journaling. It's just like yeah, taking time to pause. And like, I, I like the idea of write, writing, writing that kind of stuff out. It's just, it, it's, it's so much better to serve as like a mental reset, reset or refresh. And, you know, there's, there, there's a, there's so many things that you are so easy to gloss over, you know, but when you take some time to actually think about certain things in your life, it's just, just uh, leads to, leads to so many, so many other emotional benefits. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I recommend everybody integrate it into their lives, especially when I learned that um, you can't at the exact same moment, you can't be in a state of gratitude and also be in a state of like mm. fear yeah. at the same time. Such a good point. So you can turn off, you can really turn off negative emotions and fear and everything by just having that moment. So speaking of, I'm super grateful <laughs> for that you came on this podcast. Thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for creating these devices. I am so grateful for my Juve device. So I'm grateful for the work you're doing, the studies that you have upcoming. And um, I really appreciate the time that you took to talk with us today. No, abso- absolutely. Thanks for thanks for having me on again, Melanie. It's always a, always a pleasure chatting with you. I can tell that you you go deep with your research. So that's really cool. Uh, that's really cool to, to, to see. So thanks again for, for having me on. Thank you so much. And I will, I'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. Thank you so much for listening to the Melanie Avalon biohacking podcast. For more information, you can check out my book, What When Wine, Lose Weight and Feel Great with Paleo Style Meals, Intermittent Fasting and Wine, as well as my blog, MelanieAvalon.com. Feel free to contact me at podcast at MelanieAvalon.com. And always remember, you got this.